A single conversation across the table with a wise man is better than a 10-year study of books. Henry Longfellow. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Welcome to Three Wise Men Podcast with your host, Vito, Pastor TL, and Bundy. Let's get it. Get it. Yo yo, what's going on? What's going on, man? Welcome to the Welcome to the Three Wise Men podcast. And I'm your host Vito. Uh I don't have my partners with me today. Vito. But <clears throat> I got a couple of guests here. Uh this this is a special segment. Uh the two guests I know very well. Uh one is Lance Carson. Other one is Devon Craig, right? So uh, let's welcome them to the show, everybody. Let's welcome them, young men, to the show. Lance, what's going on, bro? What's going on, Coach? How you doing? I'm doing good, doing good. Dave, what's going on? What up? Get closer, man. <laughs> yeah. So what's been going on in y'all world, man? Listen. Tell me a little bit about you. Well, for my listeners, because I know who you are. I'm Lance Carson. I'm a football player. Slash used to be a basketball player. Um, I'm six four, two sixty one right now. That's how my weight in. And yeah, just a black man trying to get it. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Hey Devon, tell me a little bit about you, man. Uh my name's Devon. Uh I play basketball for Lone Star. Six one, um, yeah. I don't know. Okay, okay. Hey, listen, man. This is you know, just a simple interview, man. It's, it's nothing to be nervous about, you know. Um, in the near future, maybe a couple of thousand people listening to y'all. Okay, so listen. Uh, I interviewed your brother earlier, Landon, right? I think it went quite well. All right, so you used to play basketball. Now you play. Now you're dedicated to football. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, tell me a little bit about what are your goals are. Going into this next season? Well, just going into next season, where do you see yourself being after this season? Do you want to go to college? D1, D2, D3, NI, NR, NI, NA. You know, just, just tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about that. Well, my goals are before I hit five games, I have five sacks. Okay. You good? Come on up. Yeah. There you go. All right. So let me say it really for myself. Um, so my goal is for five, before five games, my senior year season, to have five sacks. Going in all around. This next season, I want to have 10 sacks. That's my goal, 10 sacks. Uh, I've been working my butt off. And I'm settling for a, I don't, I don't care about the D3, D2, D1. I just want offers, man. I just want somebody to want me to play. I dig that. I dig that. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. All right. Yvonne, tell me about you, man. What, what are your goals? What are your aspirations? Bro? Like, what do you see yourself? What are you trying to do? I'm um, trying to go to the NBA. Uh, my goal for 
probably next season is to get 2,000 points, like, in the season. Um, I wanted some D1 offers. I'll take D2 or D3. I want D1. Okay, okay. Now, now, as Miles and Landon stated, everybody want to do D1, right? Yeah, it's top. Right, it's top, right? And they said something that was very intriguing to me. They said they don't care about D1, D2, D3. They care about what program is going to be best suited for them. Do y'all agree with that? Yeah. I, I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to go somewhere that, like, they persuade you to come in and, like, you come in, it's a whole different thing going on. You know what I'm saying? You want coaches that's going to love you and protect you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like where high school I'm at right now, these coaches really don't care about. But there's, like, two of them that really care. Right, you know right. And you can tell when a coach cares and when they don't care. I mean, we go to playoffs every year, and about one guy or two guys going to leave D1 offers. Like, it don't make no sense. So. Right, right, right. So you feel like with y'all going to the playoff every season, it should be way more. People getting offers right, to look right. at, but it's, it's not. Like, they don't know nobody. So, like, I don't know. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. B, what you think, man? Uh, I think probably one of my coaches care about everybody. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of the, like talent on our team, but nobody has any offers. They just have a lot of interest. Uh, there's one coach uh, that, that takes the time to teach us, like whenever whatever we do wrong, like he teaches us what to do mm-hmm. and how to not make that mistake again. And the there's the other coaches they don't they just yell. They don't tell you how to, like, fix the mistake. Right, right. Okay, okay. I like that, man. Y'all sounding very, very educated right now, man. Like <clears throat> like I said earlier, man, y'all are athletes, student athletes. Y'all make good grades, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's very commendable, right? Um, The thing is, or what I told the other two, in the previous interview, that as an as adults, right, I'm guilty of it too. Nobody is, no one is. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Exempt from it. Okay. Right. We get so consumed with life, right? Your mom, your mom and dad, right? We get so consumed with life kicking us in the ass. Meaning you got bills, uh, dealing with your job. Just day-to-day hustling and bustling as an adult, right? We don't take out the time to listen to find out what's on y'all mind, okay? And I want to know <clears throat> what do y'all feel like individually? I'm going to ask y'all separately. What, do, what does it feel like to grow up in this day and age as a young black man in society the way it is now? How does it feel? Well... I'm just, I'm, I really think about that every single day. You know what I mean? I wake up, I look at, I look, sometimes like at night, I'll just walk around my house and look and see what I got. You know what I'm saying? And like, every time I want to prove people wrong. And so like, every time I'm working now, I'm just thinking about how my how my people's going to be looking when I make it to the top. Okay. Now, I strive for that. And when I, as I gotten older, I, when I was younger, I used to not think about that stuff. But when I've gotten older, I'm just looking, I realize and learn, like, 
how much it's hard for black people to make in America. Mm-hmm. And like, every time I'm lifting weights in my mind, I'm like, we got to get to the next level. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. And so I feel like that motivates me as a athlete to like, I need to make it out. Like, there's no other option. This is all I got. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you, you kind of like all in. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to like, right now, I'm trying to work on to like, switch that mode to like, you know me as Lance out, but like, I'm going to be a dog in the weight room right. or on the field. I'm trying to switch to that mode. Like, I felt like towards the end of the season, that dog mode was about like flipping. Right, right, right. And so, yeah, I'm just like, I have a trainer just constantly telling me you got to flip that switch, flip that switch. Like, I used to not flip it, but now I'm realizing how to turn it on and turn it off. Dig it, dig it. Okay. How about you, D? Uh, I think we have a lot of against us as black people with police brutality and just racist white people or racist people in general. Uh, There's always somebody that's trying to cut you down. That's deep. Keep going. I'm listening to you. Trying to cut you down and always trying to stop you everywhere you turn, like jobs and stuff. Okay! You cannot get the job interview just because based on your color or when you get pulled over. Like, you can fear for them shooting you for no reason. Uh, yeah, I think that's like a, a struggle for black people. It's harder for them to be successful in life. I dig it. I dig it. Okay, so let's talk about suicide and school shooting. Okay, first question, and the first answer is going to be about the school shooting, Devon. How do you feel about school shooting? One, two, is it more of black people doing school shooting or is it more white people doing school shooting? And how does it mess with you mentally, psychologically, when you hear it's a school shooting? Like, does it freak you out? Does it make you don't want to go to school? Like, what's your thought process behind that? Um, I think it's majority white people that do school shootings and I think that, like, whenever I do hear about school shootings, I just I have to remind myself to be nicer to people. So, because you don't know what they're going through at home, mm-hmm. you gotta just be nice to them. Because if they do have bad stuff going on at home, they can at least have something good going on for them at, at school. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. What about you, L? Uh, like like Devon was saying, uh, when I go to school, I try to be friends with everybody. Like, I don't try to like. You know what I'm saying? Be rude to nobody because, like, you honestly really don't know what people go through and stuff like that. And, yeah, you, you got a bunch of, like, in school, in my school, it's, like, segregated. It's, like, you got the white people, you got the black people, you got the Mexicans, you got the weird people, you know what I'm saying? It's just, at school, you just try to be to yourself. That's what I be doing. I just try to be to myself. I have no problems with nobody. So I wouldn't have to, like, if it happens. Right. I, I mean, at Moscow, I feel safe because the police station is right around the corner. Right, right, right. It's right across the street. So, like, but like for other schools, like, you got to watch out. You know what I'm saying? Pray every morning before I go to school. Like, man, that's crazy. Your brother said the same thing. So, y'all moms does a great job with instilling that in y'all. Yeah. That prayer is, is, is really serious, right? And your mom do the same thing, too, the world, right? Yeah. So that's good to have two God-fearing women in y'all life. 
right? Because I had that when I was growing up, right? Okay, so <clears throat> we switching gears. What about uh, suicide? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't have to call it name, but do y'all have friends that's dealing with suicidal things, or have yourself, you yourself, have y'all ever encountered or thought about suicidal thoughts? Uh, suicide. That's that, that's that's a big subject. Uh, as somebody out of school committed suicide. Oh, for real? Yeah, in the woods. Uh, wow. I think it was like last year. Yeah, he killed himself. My friend. Um, you gotta call their name out. Oh uh, yeah, he was in his class with him. He used to tell me that like he always sat by him and stuff. He would never talk or nothing. And then just like we came back from break, and the day we came back after school, he killed himself. And we found out. And then my friend, that same day, my friend's sister got shot. Yeah, so. Uh, I don't know, man. Suicide. I feel like if you, as as the audience that's listening, if you're dealing with suicide, get some help. Don't do it because you're just going to go right to hell. It's in the Bible. Absolutely. How about you, D? Uh, I had somebody or a student at uh, Long Star commit suicide this year. Uh, it was because he was getting bullied. He was always happy, but people were bullying him. Like, even when he died, they were posting videos of him. They were bullying him, but they were just putting RIP and stuff, and they were making fun of him even after he was dead. And uh, it's weird. I don't know. Like, it's disrespectful. And I think uh, people that do commit or that have suicidal thoughts, they need to talk to people that they trust and, uh, like, talk it through with them because... um, Committing suicide is gonna make it's gonna be a mistake, right? Because there's always more people that want you in the world than you being selfish. Okay, okay. So let me ask y'all this about the the rap music and this society. Y'all generation want to be thugs, you know? Like, what do y'all feel about that? You know, your young thugs, the baby. I don't know all these rapper names, right? Y'all know them. Is it uh like is it a lot of people impersonating wanna be gangsters or is it really I feel like a lot a lot of what people just try to be hard, like you know what I'm saying? I don't know where they get this stuff from, but definitely the rappers are big influencers on people trying to act hard. Like I feel like TikTok is the most apt to make people like people would go on TikTok and make a video talking about I'm a menace. And I was just like, go to school, just bumper people. Like it's crazy. Like people be trying to act so hard. Wait, 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 wait. So it's a, it's a challenge going on now. Tomorrow, minutes. Yeah, like minutes challenge. Like they'll, you know how people walk in the class stuff. He'll have like nowadays people want to wear black Air Force Ones, uh, black hoodie, black ripped jeans, and sag. And then they'll have a backpack on. And then they'll have some young boy. They have some young boy sound in the back. Mm-hmm. And then they'll record, and the uh, dude will just walk through the middle, like, bumping everybody in the hall and stuff like that. It's funny. You know what? Listen, I was walking yesterday, exercising, right? And where I'm from and how I was raised, when I saw elderly people that were older than me, yeah. I moved to the side, right? Yeah, you're supposed to. Exactly. But yesterday, the oddest thing happened to me yesterday. It was a Mexican kid. He must have been in middle school, because I don't think high school was out yet, right? 
He must have been in Stafford. I'm walking to the right of the sidewalk. I see this kid, because you know, I don't know, y'all know I pay attention to my surroundings. This kid purposely slides over to the right side that I'm walking on, right? Now he got the whole left side. I slide to the right side. He's coming towards me, right? So he has the whole, it's left side to me, but it's right side to him, right? So he scoots over into my direction. So I got the music going on. I'm like, what the f- <laughs> what is he doing, right? Yeah. So this kid sticks his chest up. I see, I see all this happening. See, his chest sticks like, like. Yeah, like he bigger. Yeah, like he bigger, right? Yeah. And me, right? And I, I should have been a bigger adult, right? I should have got off on the grass and walked, kept on walking. I didn't know no better. Yeah. It's... I walked, I damn near knocked his shoulder off. <laughs> you got challenged. Right, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm like, wait, hold up, man. Like, what are you doing? Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm a grown up, man. Like, you're a kid. Like, don't play with me like this, right? Yeah. So I never turned around. I never did anything, right? I just, I knocked his shoulder off and I just kept walking, right? Right. And I continued to exercise, right? And I was prepared if he told his father something or anything, right? Uh, that, hey, man, your son was disrespectful, right? You got a whole side. It wasn't about me and him on this sidewalk. The closest person behind him was at least 12 feet, right? So I got all the way on the sh- on the right-hand side, them in the grass, to miss this kid. And he purposely put himself where him and I was going to bump shoulder. That's crazy. I'm like, wow, these kids are a loss, right? So I'm going a different direction now, change, change the topic. What do y'all feel about, because y'all generation have started some a new trend. When somebody get killed, y'all say, but not y'all, but rappers say I'm smoking on. Oh, smoking on their pack. Yeah. It, what do y'all feel about that? Do y'all condone that? Do y'all feel like that's very disrespectful? That's a very disrespectful. And a lot of things, somebody's life just passed and you saying I'm smoking on your pack. Right, right, right. I mean, well, that's how that's how they that's how it is. It's ruthless nowadays. Nobody care about anybody feeling no nothing. It's not how y'all y'all era was back then. So are y'all still listening to their music when they do stuff like that? It's for our entertainment. Yeah, it's it's like funny to us, but like to them in real life, to their families, I, I'm sorry, but like that's sad. What about you, D? I think it's just for entertainment. Like I think, like if you have a personal beef with somebody, that's different. But I think people like uh, don't even have anything to do with the situation. They just or they're like walking around just screaming it, or they'll post it somewhere. Yeah, I think they're weird because yeah. it has nothing to do with you. And if they actually, if the person that died, their family actually come pull, come come to you and they do something to you, they're dumb. Yeah. Okay. Um, another question I want to ask y'all, and I know it's probably, probably gonna get two different answers, man. And your generation, who you think the hottest rapper is? NBA Youngboy. Okay, Thanks. okay, okay. How about you, D? Yeah, NBA Youngboy. NBA Youngboy, okay. So even though this cat has been locked up for what, almost a year? Yeah. He's still smoking. He's still hot. Heck yeah. What about you, D? Yes, sir. He just continues to make music, and it's music that people, well, not, not I'm not going to say relate to, but it's people, it's like music that, 
people who listen to, like they can get crunk to, or he has different types of music. Like if you're sad, you can listen to his music, or if you're if you're trying to get lit, you can listen to his music. Yeah, he cha- he's a mood changer. Oh, okay. What about Tatiana X or whatever the guy name was that got killed? Oh, X X X. Yeah, yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. I totally blew it up. I used to like him. Uh, yeah, you the first one to turn me on to him before I ever. What about you, Tate? X, it was. I mess with I mess with some of his music, but like he was like a weirdo, in my opinion. He's like kind of weird, but that makes him unique in his own way. Like he wasn't trying to be like hard and all that, just that and the third. Right, he was just right. trying to make music. Right. And right. people took the wrong way, and he got killed. Got you. Got you. What do y'all think about this other kid, man? Um, what is his guy's name, man? Help me out here. He he goes from being a a natural person, then he become a religious person one week. He um, consistently be changing. In L.A. Chapel. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do y'all think about him, man? Yeah, so I him. Know. I mean, I think he tried to be unique, like with the um, like the spiritual stuff, but. It wasn't hidden because, like, uh, like if you look at the album sales, like, whenever he was talking about the religious stuff or the spiritual stuff, mm-hmm. he was getting like less album, like, uh, listeners and stuff. Like, he was getting less listeners, so he just went back to his old music. I feel like the spiritual part was that, like, what he was trying to do, because he's like, everybody was seeing all these rappers dying. I feel like he didn't want to have no beef with nobody, so he turned spiritual, so he wouldn't get killed or anything or have problems with nobody. Got you, got you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Okay, so now with the with the school sports, if y'all generation had control, do y'all have any idea or any suggestion how it'll be fair for everybody to get an opportunity at a scholarship? Like, let me give you an example so y'all can understand what I'm saying. I'm from Bastrop, Louisiana. I got a partner. Shout out to, to Lance Sawyer. Went to the NFL. I think he played like 12 years there. Minnesota Vikings. But it's a small town. They don't get the same opportunities as someone from Dallas or Houston or Atlanta or uh, the Bronx or... Phoenix, Arizona, you know, these big major cities, right? So, do y'all have any ideas of how everyone could get an equal opportunity on a scholarship? I think you could, um, like, your administrators or the people of the school board or people who make schools, they can make, like, uh, like a school where, like, you could attract a lot of attention. You can have people that go to, like, more, like, lower poverty Schools that come there and they can have more uh, better opportunities for college coaches to see them. Like that's around anywhere. Okay, okay. What about you? Um, to be honest, mm-hmm. we got so many platforms nowadays to get offers. You got Huddle, you got YouTube, you got Instagram, Twitter, all that type of stuff. I feel like nowadays, like, cause back then y'all didn't have all that social right, media and right, all that. Right. So it's hard. It was harder for y'all to back then to get noticed, but I feel like there's some parts in this whole entire world that's something like 
I don't really know, but like, I really think ballers' life and overtime, they should do like a better job because they just want all these famous kids that already have offers to make it. But like, that's dope. That's deep. Like, over like they got all these platforms that can help people get out there. Nowadays, really, it's just like if you want to offer, you just gotta know people. To be honest. That's facts. If you don't, it's like, better try your best. So, how old are you guys? 16. You are listening to the Three Wise Men podcast. Okay. Okay, y'all. 16 years old. Um, Tell me about y'all girlfriends. You know, your little, your, your little, your little sweetheart life or whatever you call it. You got a divorce? Ah. Come on. Vito. Uh, I mean, I got, I got a girl. Wow. I don't know. I don't know what she is, but yeah. You don't know who she is. What? You don't know if she's a boy or girl or what? <laughs> no, I mean, you don't roll out there, right? You don't roll that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's my girl, but yeah, I got, I got. Yeah, just cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, got you. Okay, what about you, lad? Um, I got moats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you know if they hear this, they know that you got multiples now, right? Oh, uh, you didn't set me up. I I, 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 I didn't set you up. I'm single. Oh, um, you single? Okay. Yeah. yeah, but I really put them all. They just distraction. I ain't got a lot of those. Right now, we in high school. They just it ain't nothing until you hit college. Really, I ain't gonna lie. Okay, okay. So you ain't taking nothing serious right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm just locking in right now for football. You know what I'm saying? I got. I gotta make it. Ain't. Ain't no other option. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. So now that brings us to the next topic. I like you saying no other options. Devon. Sir. Lance. Sir. I want to know y'all what and why. What make you tick? What make you want to do this? Why you do this? All right. Why are you doing it for? You dig it? Who want to go first? I'll go. Okay, let's go. My what? is when back then when I used to look, see my mom, I she used to cry about not having That's dope, boy. And she she used to struggle and stuff. She don't struggle no more. She got out, she used got to get out of it. Right on. Like that really that really like hit my heart. Mm-hmm. It was like sophomore year. Sophomore year. And I did it was going into football season, and we didn't. Me and Lana didn't even know if we were gonna make it varsity or JV. Mm-hmm. And we came in there the first day. I was like, "Whatever, whatever happens, happens." And because that day, that same exact day, I seen her cry. Mm-hmm. And so we was putting on pads. And uh, it's when bro, when me and Lana. See our mom crying, it's like an automatic flip just switch in our head, just right, like that. Right. And we showed up, we made it varsity. And just from that day on to now, I feel like me and Lana should have used our connections more, but like what makes her shot is like our mother. And yeah, that's really it. But there's no other option. That's that's football's all we know. So you doing it for the queen? That's really it. That's what's up. What about you, D? Uh, I just always 
ever since I was young, ever since I started playing basketball, I've always wanted to be successful at it and be be great at it. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I just, I love basketball. I don't, I don't see myself doing anything else besides basketball. Like doing something that involves basketball, even into my adulthood. Uh, why I do it, I do it so I could one day, you know, I could buy my parents a house, you know, make them never have to want for anything. Okay. That's what up. That's what's up. Now I'm gonna ask you another question, both of y'all. Are y'all doing the necessary things? Honestly, like, are you leaving it on the field? Are you leaving it on the court every single practice, every single game? Are you doing it? I feel like it is this this last previous season. I feel like uh, regular season games. I wasn't getting all I. All I got out there, but when playoffs hit, I just don't know. I just flipped switch and like. So you just turned up? I just turned up the first playoff game. I got player of the week. Um, wait, 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 wait. Let's run this back. You got player of the week. Yeah. Man, tell my listener, man, what happened to you during our AAU season, man. Let them know where you came from, bro. Don't, 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 don't skip over that shit. Come on, talk to me. So, uh, AAU season, I was, we were in warm-ups at Oklahoma, about to whoop this team's butt. And I mean, not personally thinking, Jackson had just told me to just get up there and duck it. And I get, I, I had slipped on some sweat mid-jump, and I had fell out with my knee. And so I was like, damn, this, 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 this can't be my junior year already, about to be done before I even step on the field. All right. Cause that was all I really was thinking about. I was like, dang, football and my team, my basketball team needs me. Right, right. Like, and so, what was it? Like, it was three months of physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And all them times my mom just coming in my room telling me to get up. I mean, the surgery, all, all that, all that good junk. It was hard. It was hard. But when you just keep God on your side, you just gonna make it. And, Going, hey, man. going through first first game back, it was kind of a little rocky. It was like my knee was getting back in motion, and I was still doing therapy and football at the same time. So like therapy ain't. I thought therapy was easy, but that ain't nothing. To play right, yeah, with. exactly. Like that <laughs> exactly. ain't nothing to play with. Exactly. And 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 I guess like so I don't know. Just something flipped like. Playoff game. I don't mm-hmm. know. I was like, I got to get it. I just got to get out the mud. Right. And that game, I had, I think I had two sacks that game. And I had uh, four assist tackles and I had five total tackles. And I I barely, I barely played, but because um, of my knee. My Wait, you barely played, but still got play of the game? Yeah. Wow. Bro, that's dope. You see what you say? Like you, you talking like it's simple, man. Like, like it's easy, bro. That's not for you. Not to not play true. a whole lot that game and still get played. Yeah. Do you hear what you're saying, bro? Yeah, because they were saving me for the next weekend because we had Oak Cliff. Right, right. Let me talk about Oak Cliff now. Oak Cliff got some fat boys there. You right, know what I'm right. Ain't nothing to play with. Right. And I knew they was gonna utilize me. I played the most with that game. 
is me and my brother because of our size we got. So that's one thing I can add on to the last topic was what what and stuff like that. Like why why I got all this size God bless me with. Why would I not play football? That's true. That's true. So that game, I ain't getting upset of that game. That they were just run they were basically doing what we were doing. They I South the Oak Cliff was a good team. I in my opinion. They was a really good team. Mm-hmm. I had about like what? Five, six, seven tackles mm-hmm. that game. And these dudes, I'm talking about the linemen we facing are like six, six, seven, like 300 pounds. They got this one kid named Bubba. He's six, seven, 380. Like, Jesus Christ. That size fit that name, Bubba. Yeah, he's a big boy. Sheesh. But yeah. Okay, what about you, D? Oh, what was the question? Veto. The question was, um, are you putting in the work? Uh, I haven't been recently or this season, really. I, I haven't been reaching my full potential and Switch hasn't clicked yet. And uh, uh, even, like, uh, I think the most of score was 20. That game, uh, the coach, Hawkins, he was like, you haven't reached your full potential. You haven't even... Touched the surface yet, and I'm still just trying to just have a click in my mind for me to turn up. I dig that, man. Listen, to be at 16 and be able to self critique yourself, y'all self, that means a lot, man. You hear me? That means a lot. Yes, sir. So, so, do y'all think being raised out here in Frisco? Has stunted y'all growth. When I when I when I mean by stunted stunt stunted y'all growth. Do you think you was right if you was raised in Oak Cliff or Duncanville or DeSoto, where it's more of us, right? And you have that doggy dog doggy dog. yeah doggy dog world mentality. You think you would have that there down there, or would you have it more up here? Down there, for sure. I was when my mom moved us from Dallas. I wasn't rocking with it, cause we we still play football out there in Dallas. But like when when middle school hit and we started playing Frisco, like it it was like these these kids like they already rich, they already got money, like right, right. They just playing just to play, and like I feel like my mom's putting us in a spot where. These kids are already privileged. It's like, what's the point? They don't even. They don't even. They got their money. Like, right. They already. They already set up for life. Like, you know what I mean? Right. And the competition in Dallas is way better than Frisco, and we seen that this year. We got played Oak Cliff, right? Yeah, but I don't. We we normally beat Oak Cliff two years in a row, but hey, they coach got some black boys now. They got on their mind now, right? Yeah. So so so. Do you think in Frisco, why is it so hard for y'all young black men to take over? Like, are y'all scared of y'all own potential or the coaches not giving y'all the opportunity? So you think? I, I feel it? like the coaches, these coaches, they see our potential, but like they, they, they want to jeopardize it. You know what I mean? Like, all these coaches, 
that that work out here. They just want money. They don't care about our futures or none of that. So I'm like, like, I wish I would have known. If I would have, if I would have had the knowledge, I knew like my freshman year, I would probably have been a five star, one of the top recruits. But okay, it's, elaborate on that. Like, and I Dallas, they coaches care about their players. Got you. That's why you see Duncanville have all these five star, four right, star, right, right, DeSoto right. five. You know what I'm saying? Like, they coaches. First of all, they no connections. Mm-hmm. These coaches down here don't know nothing, which I don't know how they don't. Mm-hmm. And I, f- in Dallas type of environment, I feel like when you surround yourself with people that want to make it, you're going to make it. Ooh, man, 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 man. You said something then, son. You said something then. You said something then. Here, these kids are already privileged, like I already said. Like, they already got money. They set for life. They just doing it just to say they did it to their kids. Right, right, right. And that's a whole situation I feel on it. Okay, what about you, D? Uh, I think, uh, not to make any excuses, but I think, like, they... Like the sports down here, they were made for white people. They were made for white people to be successful. Mm-hmm. They weren't really made for black people to be successful. That's why, if you did like, if we never moved from where we were, uh, there were more black people there. Obviously, I'd be we'd be more successful because there'd be more ways for us to be successful as black people instead of as white people. Them trying to change us, they wouldn't try to change us if we never moved. Like. Right, right. I, I see what you're saying. So, so do you feel like, do you feel like, out here in Frisco, or other predominantly white areas, do y'all feel like you have to suppress your blackness? Absolutely. In sports. Absolutely. Like, I just feel like if we express our culture, we're called ghetto. Ooh, what the fuck? Hey, listen, man. Yeah! These kids are 16 years old, man. We got to listen to these kids, man. These kids are very observant. They are watching and seeing what's going on, man. We got to see the world from their eyes because, you know, we got to move out the way. But, man, that's... that's, that's... Let me tell you this story about this Okay, job I'm listening. So, me and my bro, we walking into a pot for a job, right? hmm And my cousin... She had, she owes some dude some money that worked there. So we like, man, we're going to probably talk to the manager and then get a kid his money and do this and that there. And so then we walk in, right? Two black men, big, want some money. Mm-hmm. And we asked for our application. I mean, we didn't, we already filled out the application. And we gave it to your manager. Mm-hmm. And then the manager comes, gave her application, just that and third. She was like, well, I'm sorry. Like She had a little attitude talking about it. I couldn't even do it right now because we're too busy. There was like, what, five people in there? Like, you're not busy. So, <laughs> right, right. And we were like, we didn't have to go anyway because we had football after. Mm-hmm. And so then my brother gives her the money to give her. Her her manager's the son. So she gave that. Lana gave her the money to give her son. Mm-hmm. And so then she's like, what is this? Uh, Lana explained to her, this is the money my cousin owed your son. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I hope this isn't drug money. And Lana was like, what are you talking about? I don't do drugs. She's like, mm-hmm. And I like, it's because he's black, huh? And she's like, not at all. 
Because, you know, two big black boys, you think he's like, what? And like, we're not racial profiling you. You're Mexican. Like, what? Right, right, right. So, so listen, you know, I'm feeling some type of way about the situation because your brother told me about the same situation on our episode, right? What's the name of the restaurant? Roundhouse Table Pizza. Roundhouse Table Pizza in Frisco. Stereotype two hardworking job, looking for job, football playing, smart athletes, right? What you got, like a three what? Uh, three eight? Yeah, 3.8 GPA. 3.8. 3. And for them to insinuate that, I need all my listeners to make this Make this viral. That's very disrespectful for someone to even insinuate that two young black men are selling drugs. That shit shouldn't. That shit shouldn't even be tolerated. I hope your fucking business shut down. And it's coming from Vito. Okay. Straight up, man. That shit is fucking disrespectful on all levels. Right. Vito. Let's go. LeVon, talk to me, man. What do you think? About just just the the ambiance here in Frisco. Do you think if you were well you, you already answered that, I'm sorry. Um, do you feel like you have to suppress your blackness? Uh me personally, I don't suppress my blackness in front of nobody. I don't really care what you think about me, but I think other black people they do try to suppress themselves, uh, their their blackness to fit in because it's the popular thing to do, and they don't want to be like an outcast or something like that. And like, I don't get why they do that. It doesn't make any sense. Like, if if you want to be friends with somebody, like, or you want to be cool with somebody, they should like want to be cool with you, for, like who you are, not like try to change you. That's the exact same reason why I don't talk to white girls. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. What the rock I like that. Cooking. I hope y'all smell that. I hope y'all smell what these boys are cooking, man. Y'all putting out some, y'all putting out a lot of gems right now, man. Like, between the four of you boys that I've interviewed, like, y'all are highly intelligent, man. Seriously, like, this is no cap. Like, I'm not, as in y'all work, no cap, right? Like, I'm not bullshitting at all. Straight up, man, like, I thought we was a doom. I'm going to be honest with you, listener. I thought us, right, my generation, 80s and on back, we was doomed. I'm like, damn, these kids got to look after us when we get up up in age. But I think we in good hands. Seriously, like, for real, man, like, if you go to the NBA, you go to NFL, right? I think y'all are intelligent enough to know what to do with y'all money versus people that I grew up watching or people that I grew up with lose all their money. So it's almost like I saw this on Instagram one day. It said y'all are getting wiser but getting weaker. That brings me to my next topic. Do y'all believe in that? Yeah, like y'all are smarter than we were, but y'all ain't the strongest we are. Like mentally? Like, yeah, mentally and physically. Uh, maybe 
physically, but I don't think mentally. I think mentally, it's just harder for our generation since we have a lot of electronics and stuff. We get it's harder for us to like express our emotions and like put it into words for like our older generation to understand. I dig it. I dig it, man. Y'all blowing my mind right now, bro. What you say about that, Lance? Uh, yeah, back then y'all was freaking nature in sports, but now we are smarter because we have more. We have more like, yeah, we have more knowledge and we have more. What's that word? Uh, what's that word? Guidance. We have more resources. Gotcha. We have more resources than gotcha. y'all did back then. Gotcha. Like back true. then, like y'all only really find news stuff on the TV. Exactly, that's true. That's you true. You find it like like a notification on our phone, like somebody has passed away. Right, you know right, I mean? right. Yeah, and back then y'all y'all work that thick. You were listening to the Three Wise Men podcast. <laughs> y'all y'all um back then y'all work ethic was way more more difficult than it is now. I feel like they softened up on us. And workouts and stuff like that. Then y'all had to go to like back then y'all would get concussions. They'd be like, Y'all be all right. Right. <laughs> right. Y'all had to keep playing. Nowadays you get a concussion, like they wanna quit sports. They don't even want to play no more. But now let me ask you this. Do y'all think y'all work way more harder? Like like what I mean by that? We didn't do workouts for seven days. Right? No, they didn't. Nah, we didn't have training. Like y'all have trainers. What we did growing up. I guess we did have training, if you want to say that, because we played, let's say we played a five-on-five, right? We'll play from the sun up to the sun down. You see what I'm saying? So I guess we did work harder than, than y'all, right? Yeah, and we, we had, like, coaches. Y'all y'all did it on y'all own. Right. And I feel like growing up at Frisco, like, a lot of excuses. Ooh. Happens. Sheesh. 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 And that's something I'm trying to grow out of. Because I learned that playing sports in Frisco, I picked up some excuses and this, that, and the third. My work wasn't very good. But now, oh, yeah! now I got out of that and work out every day. I dig it. I dig it. Okay, well, listen. I'm going to play this game. I didn't play it with the other two uh, guests. I'm going to play it with y'all. Okay? All right. I want you to tell me within a certain amount of time when the music stops, you got to stop. Okay? Mm-hmm. Give me you, yours, your your 10 top NBA players. Okay. All right? When I when you hear the music, you got to go, okay? All right, go. Uh, LeBron, Katie, Steph, Clay, Giannis, uh, Dame, John Morant, uh, uh, uh-uh. Luca, um, Jokic, and um, probably Kyrie whenever he does play. Okay, okay, okay. We're doing current, right? Current? Yeah, it don't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Oh, it don't matter? Oh, So yours is football. Yeah. Okay. I want your 10 best. I don't care what position they play. None of that. Okay. okay. In the league, not in the league, dead, live, doesn't matter. Okay? Okay. Go. Lawrence Taylor, uh, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, um, Aaron Donald, Demarcus Lawrence, 
Um, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Forget it, forget it, forget it. Kyler Murray. Uh, Brady? Oh, yeah, Tom Brady. Oh, you only had eight. <laughs> you only had eight. You I, for, had I forgot eight. these D linemen <laughs> name. I wanted to say three other D linemen. I forgot. You got one. Name. What is one separate D line? Yeah, but I don't know if he's in your top. Uh, what's his? Junior say I know. Junior say I was a linebacker. He, he played for the Saints. Uh, I mean, oh Jordan Campbell. Wait, is that his name? Yeah, Jordan Campbell, and then um. Well, he's finna go to the league, oh. uh, Jordan Davis out of Georgia. Oh, okay. Yeah, big nine and nine. Yeah. That man is a monster, man. Yeah, six, seven. What is Jesus he? Christ. It's crazy. He big as the earth. <laughs> For real. That dude is huge. Yeah, yeah man. Um, real quick, uh, we're going to have a word from our sponsor. We'll be right with you after this promotion. To all my avid readers looking for love, self-discovery, inspiration, and a book of overcoming past hurt, redefining yourself, and your purpose, check out Metamorphosis Book One, a story of lessons, growth, pain, and redemption. Written by author Natasha Craig. Available for purchase on Amazon.com. Okay, we back. We back. All right, man. So, um, I really... Listen, man, I really appreciate y'all coming here, man. Like, I know at 16, man, y'all got a lot of shit y'all could be doing right now, man. Chasing skirts, you know, out here in the streets doing dumb shit. But y'all here with the old man chilling, man. And I appreciate that, man. I really do. And I wish nothing but success. Uh, nothing but success for you guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you guys to be... Upstanding citizens, don't let your past predict your future, right? What you do in your past is, is your past. From my mouth to y'all ears, I want y'all to know and hear that I, I love y'all. I love you, Devon. I love you, Lance. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Me too, coach. Yeah, and this is going to be, Lord said the saying, this get uploaded. Y'all better hear this for, for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know when God going to punch my time clock, man, but I want y'all to know that I see greatness in both of y'all. And yeah, the other yeah. two boys, too, that did the, you know, did, did the interview earlier. All right? So, uh, what y'all got, what, what else y'all got to say to my listeners? Uh, keep God in your life. Okay. Um, make smart decisions. Okay, what about you, D? I always strive to be better than you were the day before. Um, okay. Yeah, just always try to be better than. I can't you. hear you. Always strive to be better than what you were. That's what's up. That's what's up. And if That's you're an athlete listening, make goals every month to get better That's on. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, listeners, we out of here. You know, catch us here again. Same time, same place. Three wise men podcast. You know, we give you knowledge. We drop gems. We out.